some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. That's rad. It's the Process Podcast. It's Friday and it's episode 53. Wow. Friday. I'm fucking exhausted, man. I'm so tired. I know tired. you've had a very long day. Big day. Big day. Figured I'll get up at four again, work on the portfolio. I was up at four. Did not get to work on the portfolio, unfortunately. I was too exhausted to do anything productive, so I slept mm-hmm. again until 5.30. Got up. I was like, all right, I'm going to get ready for work. So I hopped in the shower. Almost fell over in the shower because I was just dazed and confused. Damn. And then went downstairs, had a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast. Looked at my bank account, crapped my pants a little bit, mm. realized I had to pay for gas, continued to crap my pants, and then went to work, expected to only be at work for about two hours, taking photos and videos of this new table that we're building effectively so that we can use that content to then send to the actual customer when they, because we're going to ship it. So we like put bits of it together to show them how to do it, but then they're going to put the entire thing together. Mm. And it's for, you know, the Asian food market, TNT, TNT supermarket. Do you have those in Cambridge? Mm, Not that I know of, but no. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Well, anyways, most people in Toronto, if you're, if you're in, if you live in a place with a large Asian demographic of people, then you may know TNT or you may shop there. Um, Anyways, this is for TNT in Vancouver. So it was going all the way up to Vancouver. So it's like, no one's going to go there and install it in person. So we were going to put it together. And then problem after problem, shelves didn't fit. Holes oh, didn't line no. up. You couldn't fasten stuff to other pieces. You had to drill through metal. We got all these parts powder coated. And for whatever reason, the welders or the painters didn't mask off holes with threads in them. So then I had to go in and retap all the holes to get threads back into it. Otherwise there was because they were all gummed up with paint. Needless to say, I didn't got to work at around 730, I want to say, and didn't leave till around 615. Damn. And my stupid ass didn't bring lunch because I thought, oh, I'm only going to be there for two hours. I'm going to get there at like eight o'clock, 830. And I'm going to be back home by like 11 by the time I drive back. I can do without lunch for that period mm-hmm. of time. If I'm really desperate, maybe I'll get like a McMuffin on the way home or something. <laughs> Forget about it. Damn. I didn't eat any food. So I came home and, oh, dude, perks of living at home is you don't have to make your own food most of the time. Yeah. Walk in the walk in the house, fresh chicken parma. On the on the stove, fresh noodles. Things you like to smell. Rigatoni noodles. I'm a sucker mm. for rigatoni noodles. Like, which shape I is like, that? It's Again? a. Is that the tube? Stri- the big it's tube? a striated tube. Striation meaning like it's like you know the the, you know a whale's mouth like a humpback whale's mouth how it's got those lines and stuff in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like that, but on a pasta noodle. Yeah, in okay, the shape that's of a, in what the I was thinking. Of a tube. The big fat tubes, right? Yeah. Oh my god! That's I don't I know thinking. why. I had a bolognese once with it, and like with like a rigatoni noodle and a bolognese. I don't know if that's the right type of noodle. I'm not. I'm not <clears> Italian. Um, but oh my. 
gosh. Damn. It was so good. So I crushed three um, servings. It was like, yeah, three servings, basically. Nice. Fuck like yeah. right when I got home. I got home at about seven ish, give or take, or 645 ish. And ran to the washroom and then just crushed chicken parma for like a good 10 minutes straight but just didn't stop eating it was amazing i absolutely loved it hell yeah um what what did you do today now that i've finished my mini rant uh not too much really did some more paperwork filling out for the new job and then was hanging out with the boy jake for a bit Ooh, what's jake up to um not much he's in school oh trying to dude he's so been he's like, at home he's had uh his like internet's been down for the past like week so you'd have to like go to his Yikes. grandma's house to get internet to do school because <laughs> oh, it's all online that's the right sweetest thing ever though <laughs> i mean not really when you're in, like a business program and you got assignments and tests to do but um, oh man poor guy how old's jake jake's jake's uh, a 19, year two years younger 19, 19 three years holy my goodness when you say it like that i guess yeah makes sure. me feel old Thinking about, I'm trying to think about when I was 19. When was that? Was that second year? That was second year. Second year. For us, anyway. Wow. That's ridiculous. You know what I remember? But yeah, you got, a, you got a new hat. No, what do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, I got a, well, I've been looking for, before I go into that, I just thought of it. I remember first year, because you and I were fresh out of high school. We were indeed fresh boys. And when we discover, discovered the links at Humber, the bar. Oh, the I bar. Like, I thought you meant like URLs. I'm like, yeah, no. I don't remember when I discovered them. I'm <laughs> certainly aware of them. Um, But and we were like, yo, what? There's like a bar on campus. Like we could just go down and, you know, we'd see like Ben and Joe would go down like in between Catherine's and Odin's. And yeah, get those 1997 and babies. And it's like, God damn, we can't do that. But we're like, next year, we'll be able to do that. It's going to be rad. Yeah. And then the first day of school would come in second. I remember coming in second year first day going into the back shop and mm-hmm. having the first conversation oh, with yeah. some of the boys after the summer yeah that was and a good that was a good uh thane a walks in oh yeah. holding a piece of paper and he's boy. like sign this not even a hey like, oh. welcome back it's like sign this it's like okay what is it and you look and it's like it's like oh it's a petition to keep the links open i'm like what you yeah they're closing party? it i'm like you telling me I finally no. hit 19 and now I can't even drink on the bar on campus. Ugh! How how terrible is that? That was really sad because I was looking forward to it. But so what? Anyways, yes, new hat. Um, yeah, big wins. I've been wanting a. This isn't, isn't the exact one I wanted, but it is one hat that I wanted. Mm. I would see when you were mentioning it. This is just what I was projecting and envisioning. I was envisioning like a thit or a th- not a thit, a thick knit hat. Yeah, you know, like I mean, a, this is like a like a mitten thick. Oh you know uh, yeah, this is not that you know quite that a, thick. A yeah, no. but it is knitted. It is a knitted hat. Oh my! It's I just turned my flashlight. It's on just that that it's like the camera quality and lighting is all the best right now. So yeah, it you just, just looks got a black. black head, really. Yeah, it is. It is a knitted hat, though. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Um, it looks nice. Thank you. Um, the one I had in mind was like, you know, like a literally like a cat burglar knitted hat. Mm, yeah, that's smaller. exactly what I was thinking. Because that's the full design look. You know, you think of the stereotype like designer look. It's like the stereotypical designer, designer look is like, you know, you've got that type of hat 
where it's like sits above your ears. Yeah. And it's just small on top of your head. And then you've got, you know, black or clear frame glasses. And then you've got your mm. black t-shirt, your black jeans are rolled up a bit at the bottom with no socks with your black Vans or Converse. Ooh, and then you've got yeah. a watch and it's like super bougie. Like, ah, oh, this guy, he's a designer. He's easy. He's That's what I was going for, but I couldn't find a hat like that. That was, um, my mom can knit you a hat like that if you want. I mean, that'd be kind of sick. Not gonna yeah, lie. I'll get, I'll get her to knit you one for sure. If it was, yeah, won't if be, it was like, won't be able to give it to you or I will be able to give it to you in person. Won't be able to record a show in person for a while. New COVID stuff. Oh, true. We're going full cool. apocalypse, right? Yeah. Yep. Full um, apocalypse. But yeah, anyways, I didn't find it, but I saw this. Jake was like, yeah, that's dope. Hat. I was like, it is. It's Herschel. It was nice. It's good quality. It's got some weight to it. It's comfy. And it's not Ooh. like, I just didn't want something that was like, you know, the really long ones that hang yeah. like a, like a, like a used condom off the back of your head. I was like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want that, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know exactly. You know exactly. Yeah, it has the perfect image. Tell me that isn't a perfect description of those hats. Unfortunately, but it's the perfect image. This one like is a, a little bit, but it's, it's fine. I like it. So I'm, I like it too. <clears throat> thank you. I'm into it. Um, it but yeah, COVID. Well. Yeah. Pretty terrifying. Isn't thing, it? Isn't it? Or is it Toronto Peel going into full lockdown November twenty third? Yeah, whatever, whatever. Which is next Monday week, is. which yeah, is Monday. Monday. Okay. Yeah. So it's a full lockdown again. It's like yeah. only go out if you're going to the grocery store or to the doctors. Pretty much, as far as I understand, I haven't. Does that include the you guys too? Anything. No, because well, I'm I'm York Region. So it's not and under York, that. Okay. York Region is like one of the big three. Like there's York Region, Peel, and Toronto. Yeah, the and main downtown. so far, so far, York Region is kept out of the full gray zone lockdown. But who knows? That could change. Like end yeah. of next week could you, could be a total yeah. lockdown. Because you guys are in red, right? We're in red now. I and believe. we just yes. got, because uh, Waterloo Region, which included me over here in Cambridge, uh, was in orange as of this past Monday. And mm. now today is confirmed that we're going into red on Monday. Yikes. So yeah, I think everybody's well. like getting pushed down a grade of what they were. I'm going to go. Yeah. I have to take my laundry downstairs really quick. So I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. Took the laundry downstairs. On my way down, I was like, mm, I'm feeling a little hungry in my little trip down to the basement. So I stopped by in the kitchen. Mm. I'm out of breath from running upstairs. But I picked up a, uh, a handful of Sent you a picture of this yesterday. It was really mm. good. C vanilla flavored cinnamon toast crunch. That sounds good to me. Sounds it's amazing. Very sweet, which means I'm a fan. Which means very good. Nice. They have a chocolate. They have a chocolate one chocolate too. Like a chocolate, chocolate cinnamon toast crunch. Dude, this is next level stuff. Man. Like if, if you're a cereal connoisseur type person, such as myself. It's on another level. A, do I just thought of just really stupid? No. A cereal, cereal consumer. Would that be what would define that? Like, like you consume cereal, but like you're like you know as in a cereal killer. Like you go for like multiple cereal brand. I don't know. It's stupid. Oh, like you you kill like multiple boxes in one go. Yeah, kind of thing, I guess. Because that would be me. Like, I'll kill a full box. I was going to say, of you, yeah, it's like, hey. And cornflakes. Dylan, you want to finish off these last four boxes of cereal? So, yes. Didn't we do that? 
or I had I feel like well, we I mean that was like point. most stuff of the house whenever yeah. it was like whenever like Cynthia or um Grace or even Jason would have like but mostly Cynthia and Grace though they were like you know here's a bunch of like cupcakes that I can't oh that I don't yeah eat. or if Grace would be like here's donuts or like here you know do you guys want to finish off this or something and then me you and Jason would look around like yeah, what yeah. what have we got to finish? What, what's For the job? Sure. What, what's the job? What's the job? I can finish it. Yeah, yeah, easy. 100%. I remember Grace did that with me once. She she would always go home on the weekends, right? Or not go home. She'd go to her boyfriend's house, and they're supposed to, they're supposed to be getting married. Like really? Or like they were supposed to get married in October, but that was all like pre COVID. Oh yeah, before the world so we don't know if the, I don't even know. I don't know if they're still getting married or not. Yeah, she get Grace on the show, talk about her, get a married person on the show. Um. Where was I going with that? Oh, honestly, food, no right? idea. Yeah, no great. One time Grace was like, I'm going home for the weekend. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Pretty true. I expected that. She goes, I have some Naki left in the fridge. Do you want some? Oh, and like instantaneously, yeah. I just said yes. But I actually didn't know what Naki was at the time. I thought it was like, I don't, I genuinely, I just didn't know. Mm. And then I looked around and I'm like, where is it? Because I didn't even know what I was looking for. And then she's like, it's right there in front of you. And I had to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> funny me. Maybe but I ate it. It was idiot. pretty good. I think it was homemade, too, actually. She, like, made it herself. It, I think it was, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's legendary. But today, I actually wanted to get – we we intended to bring something up on yesterday's show, but then kind of just ended up ranting about watches for a good chunk of the podcast. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Okay pretty tricky one but one that i've come into practice of or that one that i've tried to make an active practice in my day-to-day life as a working professional Mm. which basically just means i get paid that's kind of the only difference but the idea being how do you ask for help and more specifically asking for help within a design context because like I've, when whenever we'd be in school, you know, or whenever we were in school, grammar, you'd always go bounce an idea off people or send some sketches to someone. You know, you're, you're constantly trying to, it's like a game of tennis. You're always just throwing stuff back and getting something in return. But what you get in return is more or less kind of what you, I feel like in most instances, you're getting what you want to hear back from people right. because they're they're your peers and it's not like they can offer vast in-depth experience influenced insights because for the most part they're just as dumb and as lost as you are so have you ever been in a situation where you've had to ask for help relating to design and obviously not to do with like your new job where you're just trying to figure out how to get an email set up because that's a totally different thing. Mm -hmm. But asking questions to inform your design and your creativity. Yeah, like being worried that like, you know, okay, I I got the job kind of thing. Like, you know, I've told them I'm competent and I have skills and everything, but now how do I ask? I don't want them to think like I don't know what I'm doing or kind of thing. Like, I mean, even that. That's the last thing you want. That and like without even being like an ego thing it's like sometimes it's just hard to ask for help because especially with i feel like a lot of us we 
we're very um dead set on like trying to do the best we can right that's the idea yeah. and it's one of those things where it's like i don't want to ask for help because i want to sort it out myself and i want to find the solution whatever um but i mean it, it's definitely hard mm-hmm. right like it's just it's that thing where you're like kind of afraid you don't want to ask for help um you don't want to seem like you don't know what you're talking about or you know you want to solve it yourself whatever but i i don't know i always like again in first second year i didn't as much as i should have maybe no me neither because i was Did not scared to shit but i one of the things that kind of stuck with me was like like i help i asked for help from like bruce and Otto a lot same with ken mm-hmm. but I, I i always what stuck with me was what like tony said what at some tony point say? in like tony first said year, a lot of stuff yeah a lot of things and like first year or something which was like you know because they would be like he'd be the one who's like there are stupid questions you know Hmm. But he would say, inevitably, you'd say like, you know, if you have a question for me, don't come up and say, Tony, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. Right? Say, I've tried this, this, and this, and it's not working. Do you have any other ideas? Or, you know, yeah. Tony, I know you've got more experience and more knowledge with this. If I'm going to try and achieve this, what do you think is kind of the best way I could do that? Hmm. Right. I like the achieving thing. Yeah. I like I like the way of approaching a question like that because it shows you want you actually want to do something. You're not just trying to get an easy a means to an end. Not trying to get someone else to do it for you, right? Like, yeah. And that's why when um, like with again like with Bruce and and Ken, like you be some of the guys maybe in, in the class would have been afraid to help or didn't want to get help because they would get feedback and then feel kind of defeated and be like, well, fine. I'll just have to go redo it yeah. all myself kind of thing. It's understandable. Um, it's, it, it can be very debilitating because it, it, it feels is, like you're helpless. It is frustrating when like, that's why you're asking for help. You're expecting help. to get so much better just after a week. And then when you still get the same yeah. feedback, you're like, fuck, like, what is this? Like, you just hate fuck, me, man. you know? But, yeah. but, um, that's what that's I would, your ego. That's your ego. Talking that's, the ego. that's the ego. hundred percent. Um, which is 100% at the same time. But that's how I would ask Ken and Bruce for help. I'd be like, you know, uh, you know, Ken, I'm having trouble. Like, you know, I've tried this, this, and this. I've tried doing this over and over, but like something about it just isn't looking right to me. And I'm trying to like get to this point and make it look like this. Like, do you know how I can get to that or something? Can you help me out a bit? And he'd be like, sure. Cause like no one else would, no one else would talk to him in the class barely. Because everyone would have their headphones I, I on, or like, that. like Seb that. had his headphones on doing his work, which is fair, whatever. Um, Understandable. And I would just laugh because you'd always come to me and then Seb, and I would know when he was done talking to me, you'd go over to Seb, sit beside him, and then you'd be like, "Everything going good?" And then you Seb would just take off his headphones, like, "What?" <laughs> and then Matt was always sleeping, and then the others, yeah, you know, whatever. Terrible. But that's terrible. But that's how well, I, I would talk to him because it's like. You know, if I showed interest, he'd be like, hell yeah, I'll help you. Yeah. That's what I'm here bend for. Kind o- of thing, he'd right? bend over backwards to help you. Yeah. He probably it's... couldn't bend over backwards. Hey, I mean, but maybe, but. Ken's actually, a, you you know that uh, gymnast Simone buys like the really short one? Yeah. Aren't they all America? really short? But yes. I'll bet you anything Ken is more flexible than her. Probably. hundred percent. hundred percent. hundred percent. Ken's a legend. He's also immortal. Um, But he <laughs> like. Is, he better be. You know, because I think he, he knew I wasn't just saying, I don't, I you know, from the start, looking at a blank page saying, I don't know how to do it. Show me how to do it. 
mm -hmm. they're just like and then Kansas can be like whip out his pencil and just here's a car and now it's like oh no I can trace this and it's my sketch done for the week you know yeah. he knew I wasn't trying to do that it was more of like a you know I've got these pages full and I'm still not getting it right I'm not seeing something you know is there something you're seeing that I'm not mm -hmm. um and there was the same thing with Bruce but I guess it's I'm, I'm trying to remember what you, the original question you asked now but there's something like was it how like do you, with how do you ask how for do you, help I'd say it, that's how right because like you're not just like the worst thing you can do like I would imagine um you know like I don't have the full experience yet but even if you're in like a design studio and like you know they've seen your work they've seen your portfolio they've hired you so they know you're competent and they like you mm -hmm. probably right um you're not just gonna be like you know i don't have no idea how to do this what do i do yeah you know and it'd be like well you know we know you you can do it like you said and you said you could do it yeah like you can't What's just that? cop out now and say you have no idea um yeah doesn't work that way you know i feel like if you with anything like even if someone's like oh man you should know this it's like hey i just i don't want to i don't want to fuck up you know this mm -hmm. part you know i do want to fail and get better but yeah. you know i'm just trying to get to this point like i've tried this isn't this still isn't working like do you have any ideas it's not mm -hmm. like can you do this for me what do i do those answers where you're just hoping they'll tell you everything it's like yeah can you help me out with this like i'm trying to oh, figure this yeah. out i just what do you have any other ideas you know because i've done yeah. this and this i feel like that's how you got to do it right because mm -hmm. you know again looking back the first two years it would have been a lot better asking the profs and other people mm -hmm. and upper years asking questions like that which back then i probably asked questions like i don't know what to do you know yeah or like what I, do I, I do tell like tell me what to do i can imagine doing like the um one of the render midterms in Catherine's class in first year probably second semester with the render we had to do the uh it's like a hand vacuum yeah i and think that was to, the final exam or the final, final exam, exam and like we had to sketch it. Yeah, yeah 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 and we had to render it we had to make what well, at least one part look like chrome and one part looked like chrome. And then there was like high gloss, a high gloss, finish, low gloss, and a clear. And a clear, right? And yeah. Like there was a, it got to a point where I was like, I don't know how to do this clear. Or I don't know how to do this chrome. <laughs> I just don't know how to do it. And then Catherine's yeah. walking past laughing. Like, and then she'd come past and she'd be like, see, you. you're starting to figure it out where I should have been like, Catherine, I've tried this, this, and this. Like, do you think it would be better if I kind of looked at it this way or did it like this? Do you think this is a better idea rather than mm -hmm. just like, do it for me? You know, it's like, that's a big thing. Showing that you actually, you want to learn and not just you want someone else to do the work, you know? Yeah. And that's a, there's a big difference. Like asking for help is all is essential. You need to ask for help, but it's asking for help in the right way. Yeah. And asking the right question is a huge thing. Um, when I was in, what was it? Third year and fourth year, I was the peer tutor for the sketching or for viscom and first year right so all the first years all the current i guess current third years and current second years i taught or tutored in when they were in first year when i was in third and fourth year if that makes sense i think that makes sense I think the so. timelines add up but 
so many times people would come up to me. I'd be at my desk. I'd be sketching in my sketchbook. People would come up and they'd be like, how do you do a shoe? How do you sketch a shoe? How do you sketch a car? How do you, how do you sketch this, that, and the other? And I'm like, you, you just do it. That's the, like, There's how do you sketch a shoe? You, look this how, do, how do you sketch a shoe? You sketch a shoe. That's the simple answer. What do you like? Then that brings back the point of what are you trying to achieve with the question that you're asking? And that is where a lot of people don't know how to ask questions yet. And I've seen that because I can tell based off having been in that same experience and having that same experience a couple of years earlier. I know what they want to hear, but then I also know what they need to hear because I've done the same thing, but they're not asking yeah. the question that gets them that answer. Yeah. Right? And I feel like that goes back to as well. Like, you know, ideally you want to be open to learning as much as possible, right? Yes. And, you have to be. And yeah, it's a quality, it's a quality you need. And I think if, 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 you know, if someone get first year came to you while you're sitting there, right. And they're like, how do you draw a shoe? And it's, it's like, like easy. Two it's ellipses like, and a sloopy even, thing. Would even would even you say without you saying anything though? It's like, or with you saying to him, it's like, um, okay, like, do you actually want to learn how to draw a shoe, or do you want mm -hmm. me to just, all you want me to just teach you right now in three seconds how to draw a shoe perfectly? Yeah. It's like, and then you, you can think, just copy that. You think you sound like you're asking because you want to learn, mm -hmm. but it's like what actually is coming. It, it kind of just comes out like, especially with sometimes how people say it is it sounds like you know do a shoe for me it's a means to an end and exactly and i think instead it's like well if you're that if you cared that much about learning wouldn't you like why don't you just watch a youtube video real quick yeah right because then if that's the same person instead of just coming up to you say how do you draw a shoe they came up to you and said you know i've been watching some videos on people doing shoe sketches i've tried mm -hmm. doing this and this but i'm not sure about like doing it this way do you do you have a how do you draw shoes mad respect for the human that asks that question man but if you imagine like that is such a, ultimately you think you're asking the same thing but like the way you're doing it is so totally different it's vastly different because that actually you can tell with that person you're like okay you actually care about learning because you went out of your own way or you went on your own time to go and try and learn this thing Mm -hmm. Without just going to ask someone to teach you everything right away and tell you, instead you went, you know, on your own time and tried to find out at least some ways how to do that, how to find your answer. Yeah, you at least started, right? And then and um, you, you won't be able to get all the answers offline, and you won't have it fully fleshed out by the time you come to me or come yeah. to anybody else and ask that question. But you've at least started it, and you've shown an an, an interest in it, and you're actually doing something with it like so many people have and there's one person in particular that i'm thinking of but i'm not going to mention their name because i do genuinely like this person a lot mm -hmm. but the way that this individual asks questions asks them and whether this is intentional or not i don't know but nine times out of ten the experiences that i have with this individual they ask a question as a means to an end they ask you the question to get the work done. You know, yeah. they're expecting by by them asking you a question, they're going to take your answer, whatever that is, transcribe it, write it down, illustrate it, do whatever they have to do with it. But you're effectively doing work for them because they 
they just may not be resourceful enough to do it on their own ultimately. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a big flaw. That is. Cause I, yeah. like you need to ask the right questions. We got an email at work. Oh geez. Maybe a month ago, two, three weeks ago, um, from some student asking about if Spartech was, uh, taking interns for like for winter or for summer or, I think it was maybe for next winter. Right. 2021, something like that. And, but the questions were all like, who is like, what does Spartech do? Like, I am interested in learning what Spartech does. I'm like, well, look we on the website. website. Yeah. We have a website. Read the about us, you know? Yeah. Like it's, Take it's five all there. See, that and is like, I can imagine an employer, you're like, well, automatically you've just made it a no. Yeah, because instantly. if you were if you were someone we would actually want to work with us who has the you know the thought and the care to learn something, you would have thought, mm -hmm. "Huh, they have a website. I'll just read about what they do." Yeah, big time. You know, isn't that something I always say with like anyways with like you know if you're applying somewhere, like do a quick do little research. research on what do the research. company does without just yeah. saying, you know, by the way, like I'm really interested in work with you guys, but what do you guys do? Like, well, you're not yeah, that interested then, are you? <laughs> yeah, you're not at all. You're <laughs> like you're the exact opposite. You're almost too lazy to do the research on your own, you know? Yeah. So instantly that email was like re replied to with a, thank you for your inquiry, but no, we do not have any internships. Thank you. Have a nice day. Bye. You know? Mm -hmm. And if maybe if he had, he could be super talented. He or she, genderless, could be super talented. They could have all the skills in the world, right. but if you can't ask the right questions and ask them in, in a proper, concise way, you're not going to get, you may get the answers you want, but it's not the answers that serve you best ultimately at the end of the day. Like when I started working and doing work with, um, with Spartech, it was 99% of what we do there is all, uh, composite manufacturing. So carbon fiber, um, fiberglass gels, resins and epoxies and like these sprays and all this, like all this chemical stuff and these mm -hmm. fibrous things. And it's like acrylic, but like not normal acrylic. It's like all these weird man-made synthetic things. And I'm like, we didn't touch any of this in school. Right. All the knowledge that I had about manufacturing the only applicable thing was 3D printing, was learning 3D printing, understanding how it works. That or I guess injection molding. We spent most of the time on injection yeah. molding, right? That's the thing. 99% of the manufacturing stuff was all injection molding. And metal And under forming. understanding how metal behaves and how like different ways to yeah. produce a metal part has been important so far, but on a very minute level. But... Mm -hmm like the whole composite thing i'm like i have no idea i have zero clue i can do all my research about fiberglass and differences between carbon fiber and fiberglass and all this stuff but it's it's not gonna get me the answers that i need to know because i need to know how it relates to the to our company like right to what we do on a day-to-day -day basis so i could have asked the question what do we use fiberglass for? What do we use carbon fiber for? Mm -hmm. And 
one of the one of the first projects that I worked on, and am still working on because it's an ongoing thing, is effectively streamlining or working towards streamlining the manufacturing process that we have within the plant, and that talks to communication between different teams. How is information getting across? Not really design stuff, right? But it's it's the empathy that I've learned through industrial design school that's making that possible. Mm, Whereas before I would have been like, I don't know, sounds like you probably figure it out, kid. Right. Right. Whereas now I have that, or I've at least attempted to develop that empathy for the end user. Cause effectively I'm trying to develop a solution for these people. Right. Yeah. To help make their lives and their jobs easier. See, I would, I would argue that that is technically not by definition traditionally, it is, yeah. but it's technically like human centered design right there. Yeah, it totally is. And not in and the way that you're designing a physical, like you're not designing the product that's going to make their lives better, but you're designing the experience, a, a, the experience to make it, but which again falls under the same thing I would argue, right? Yeah. You know what we're using? Airtable. Dope. Cause Classic. it's, cause it's rad and it looks nice. The UI. It's amazing. One we thing I pro, thought we have the oh, pro really? version too. Oh, oh big dude, flex. Butter. One thing that butter. was like, it's beautiful. I want to touch on because I think it's super interesting and it reminded me of something was you saying Go like, you know, you could have been like, what do we use this for and this for? But instead you're like, mm-hmm. not only are you willing to like, but you're, you know, you're obviously going out of your way to learn that without just asking someone else the question right away. You're yeah. like looking it up and you're doing research and you're doing that. Right. And like, you're willing to find the answers and to figure mm-hmm. out how to get the answers without just relying on someone else to tell you them right away. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of cool because it reminded me, I watched for the first time ever, actually, a movie the other night. This um, is the first movie that you've ever watched? No, sorry. The fir- first time I ever watched this particular movie. This particular film. This particular... Movie, movie, film, or picture? This particular moving picture. Moving picture, you That is like the most bitch. pretentious. Um, but it was, have you seen... With your black hat The on. Pursuit of Happiness? Oh, dude, I Will love Smith that movie. Will Smith and Jaden Smith. I so, love that movie. I watched it the first time. I wept. I'm not going to lie. There was a little bit of tearing at the end because it's very emotional. You, it's very you powerful. Not. If you can't not. That's a, don't a, such get, a good movie. If you don't get emotional after that movie, you're a fucking psychopath, I think. You're just lazy. But Really are. Yes. But one of the things that I actually love, which connects back to that, is you know when he's actually got the job interview and he turns yeah. up with like barely any clothes and it's covered in paint because he was in jail because of the parking ticket. Yep. And, you know, they're all like looking at him, like judging him because he's like, you came in for like a stock brokerage firm interview mm-hmm. and you're not in a suit and you're, you know, you're Dressed acting kind of off the, you're off the cuff, kind of nothing's prepared. Mm-hmm. And he says like, look, he's got, I'm going to be honest with you. He's like, I'm the type of person, you ask me a question, I don't know the answer to it. I'll tell you straight mm-hmm. up. I'll tell you. But, I promise you I know how to get the answer. Hmm. Right? And it kind of reminds it. me of that, right? Because like... I'm going to use that now. But what's scary... Because it's kind life. of a scary thing because, you know, when you're in a position where there's a boss, you don't want to be like, no, I don't know the answer. Yeah. You don't you know? want to disappoint people. And sometimes there might be a place, where, a time where you have to be like, yeah, I can do it. And then the boss walks away. He's like, okay, great. And you're like, fuck, okay, I got to figure it out. I, but like, oh, I dug myself a hole here. Maybe that happens. And I've done that before. And that, because naturally, it's like a default setting. You don't want to say no 
you don't mm-hmm. know something. You want to say, yeah, because you don't want to let someone down, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it also makes you feel like you're inferior because there's something that yeah, you like you're an idiot should know, but you don't. Yeah. But instead, Ego. it's harder, but it's more, you know, respectable. If you're like, no, I don't know, but I know how to find the answer and I'll do that mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. You know, that's that kind of thing, right? Because you could have huge thing. He could, your boss could have asked you like, so do you know why we use this for this? And you're like, you can be like, totally. yeah, yeah. And then totally. he's like, and then you've just dug the hole. You start digging your shovel out. You few inches into the ground. And he says, okay, like, like why this then? Or like, okay, so you do uh, know, what about this? then? do you think we should use that instead? And you're like, uh, and then at that point, he's just reeling you in and you're just digging the hole and you're fucked, right? Just a big fat fish on the end of he's a He's helping you dig the hole at that sharp point. Sharp hook. But it's gonna throw you in the ground. Instead, if you're like, off. yeah. Instead, you're like, murder you. I don't know, but I know how. I can. I can promise you, I'll figure out how to get the answer. Yeah. Even totally. though it's, even though it might could mm. be, it could be a simple Google and it's a ten minute later thing, and you've got it all down. Yeah. But even then, it's like at least you're honest, and you're like, I think. I mean, maybe, I would hope that an employer would understand it, and mm. give you the chance to do that. But I would hope they would respect that decision more and value your willingness to learn and find the answer rather than just ask someone expect the answer to be given to you or to lie and try and figure it out and try to wing it you know yeah absolutely not it's not the it's not the way to do it and i remember in the first like the first month that i worked at spartech and worked for these people and because I did like a little bit of contract work before going on payroll. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately I was not a contractor anymore <clears throat> because right. I was I was on a payroll. Um, and like my boss, he would ask me questions. He was like, well, with this product, like what would be the best way that we, we show this off? Or like what's in the catalog? And like all these products that I was working with that I had to put into this product catalog – first time I'm like ever seeing them I don't understand these products Mm. and I don't know these products and there was one period where a couple of the renders that I had done were like different views but of the same thing but it was identified it was they were being identified as different products right so technically it's incorrect imagery like incorrect information and he goes are these do these two actually look the same and I said like I, I figured I was correct. So I said, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. I think it's, and I instantly tried to hide it by like just uh. saying, like just using words. I'm like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure it's probably the viewpoint that I picked. And he's like, oh, like we, we should probably pick a better viewpoint to show it off then. Cause they, they are pretty different. And then like, as he says that, I'm like, oh, true. Like, uh, maybe I did mess this up here. Yeah. You know, maybe I am wrong. Go back, check the CAD model. Sure enough vastly different items but i mean that's very, it's an easy it's an easy thing to do like to fall into because that's like the default setting oh, totally. to that response right because naturally so we're want we don't want to be like no i'm sorry i got it wrong you're mad at me it's like yeah. you know Cry. it's a scary thought to say that to someone yeah because it's you like you're, le- you're you're literally letting someone down yeah. that's what and you're letting like. yourself down well you're letting yourself down more by lying or hiding it or whatever but Mm -hmm. but yeah i think it i think an easy way 
and it may not be easy, but it's an it's a simple and it's an effective way. It's definitely def- not easy, but simple and effective is to understand that your superiors in in a workplace or even in school take a first year talking to a third or a fourth year, for example, or in my instance, me, who's fresh out of the mold, fresh pink baby bum designer kid mm-hmm. talking to my bosses who was like a 40 something odd experienced sales guy and a guy who graduated 10 years ago and is an absolute cad wizard they know vast amounts of knowledge more than me yeah ultimately and admit that to yourself and that's what i kind of had to do is like i had to realize that yeah they they know so much more than me and i have to be okay with that I have to yeah. be totally, completely transparent and understand that these people know, like their their wealth of knowledge is so far beyond what I have and what I'm going to have even in the distant future. And I have to embrace that, you know, and I have yeah. to absorb that. I have to absorb as much as I can. That's the and important thing, I think. That's the key. You also, I've, you also can't be afraid to ask questions too. That's one thing that I've noticed. Like in the office that we have at work, there's my desk, which is kind of against the wall. And then there's the engineering manager, Lachlan's desk, who sits basically directly across from me. There's a couple of uh, like monitors and computers and stuff in the way. But it's pretty much just us in the room and we have a little, you know, do you know what an anole is? A-N-O-L-E. No. Google it right now. Anole. An anole. An anole. As I open up Chrome, my computer's going to crash. Opening up the Google. Anoles as in the lizard? Yes, sir. Oh. Wait, yeah, is that a live little... one? Like a real, yeah, like no, a it's pet? Alive. Oh, it came. Cool. It It came on a skid of like chemicals or oh. something from the States in the middle of winter. And it was frozen to the bottom of these like chemical drums. Oh my god! And they didn't have the heart to like throw them outside oh, yeah. in the winter, apparently. So they, they, they let him thaw, unfreeze, and he came back to life. And he's been chilling that's... there for like five years. Hey, good for him, man. That's dope. Oh, yeah, good for him. Does he but have a name? I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. Not that I'm aware of, anyway. Hmm. I gave him water once. That's so. That's kind of the extent of the interaction that I have with him. His little cage is there, but you don't ever see him because he's he's pretty tiny. He's probably like the size of my index finger. Mm. He's pretty small, small little creature. But um, yeah, so like it's me and Lachlan in this office most of the times. So then sometimes my boss will come in and like just chill and talk with us. Um, and there's been so many times where I'm like sitting staring at my computer trying to figure out why something isn't working or trying to understand a drawing that I'm looking at or trying to understand say what, like what is this customer asking like how do I even yeah. reply to that right and Lachlan's literally sitting right across the table four six feet for the sake of social distancing six feet away from me it'd be so easy for me to simply stand up peek over the monitors that we have in our way, 
be like, Hey Lachlan, can I ask you a quick question for like two minutes? And I guarantee you nine, 99% of the time, unless he's like in the middle of some stupid old, like intense project, he'd be like, yeah, sure. What's up? And I know that he would say that for a fact, because that's just the type of guy that he is. Mm -hmm. But the amount of times that I've held myself back from asking that question, countless. And then spending another 45 minutes to an hour trying to figure out the solution to the problem. Yeah. And eventually realizing that I can't and say, hey, Lachlan, can I ask you a uh, quick question? Comes over. Two minutes later, it's done. Exactly. Like, And it's like, I, it's so instead simple Instead of just sitting do. there and not getting work done or doing something yeah. that you're not sure about and then next thing you know, like you fuck something up or yeah, it's not the best of your abilities, right? It's funny. I was... I was trying to think of like, I don't know if I've been in that situation before. And then I remembered, oh yeah, the internship at Hitman was oh, yeah. all that basically. Thing? Well, yeah, because then... I mean, you know, I go in and it's like, okay, what I'm doing there is like I'm doing, you know, CAD work, designing, you know, car parts or car related pieces. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, it could be, it could be things that are made out of, you know, um, flat pieces of metal that are going to be bent, you know, formed mm -hmm. and welded, in which case I'm running the plasma cutter and understanding that and how to cut that stuff out and how to design something to be able to be cut out and formed. Or, or it's like designing, you know, something that's going to be CNC'd or, or whatever, um, or that we're going to get sent out to go get laser cut or whatever, right? Yeah. And, you know, I'm a car guy. I love cars, so I'm passionate this about it. true. I would like to think I know more about cars than the average person and care about cars more than the average person. Yeah. But I'm also not definitely more than me. I'm also not an expert. Right? No. I don't like if you if you As much as you want to think that you are, you're not. No. It's like if you, you know, if you open the hood of a car and you're like, okay, what's that? Okay, that is, you know, those are the headers or that's the turbo or, you know, that's the washer fluid or you know what i mean or i can there's find the, the fuse steering box. wheel and the seats and the air con that's about yeah, it that's the top of the suspension right there but if you're like what's this wire go to right there i, I don't know or you know what I mean? Know. but what happened was like you know they're asking me when it started off simple things it was like okay it's it's pretty self-explanatory i know what it is i know mm -hmm. how to design for that right mm -hmm. but when it came to something where i don't know what it is like the first few times I'd be like, I wouldn't want to ask Scott, the boss who was like beside me on his computer or always on the phone or whatever talking busy dude. I don't always be like, so like, what is this? You know? Mm. So like either, so like there's a few times where at the beginning where I was nervous and my, my pride of like, these guys know, and my dad works there, right? My dad and all the guys that work there know that I love cars how yeah. embarrassing is me not knowing what this part is, which to them is like so obvious. Yeah. It's clear and as And so the, the pride got to me where it's like, I don't want to ask for help. I should know this. So mm. after there's a few times where I like waste so much time trying to go back and forth, like, hey, do I ask someone or trying to Google and look up mm -hmm. stuff? You know, I had to get past the point where I was like, okay, I'm just going to look this up. Or, you know, if I'm doing like a, like a, Sometimes it'd be like, okay, I want to do a bracket for this and it's going to, we're going to attach this to it. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And even though like, you know, 
Scott or someone do a quick little sticky note sketch. And because they're not like designers, mm-hmm. they're not the best at communicating through a sketch. So they draw something that makes sense to them because they already know what the part is and what it's supposed to do. Whereas to mm-hmm. me, even if I did know what the part is, the sketch isn't super clear. But the sketch, but I don't even know what the part is or what it's supposed to do. And the sketch isn't clear. So I'm fucked. I'm like, okay, yeah. what is this? Right. But instead of like, you know, just being like, oh shit, whatever. What I started to do was like, I'd go up to like one of the guys that wasn't so busy, usually Dave, and I'd be like, you got a minute, Dave? He's like, why? What? He's like, what do, what do you break now? And I was like, <laughs> it's always a go to. Or every time I leave, every time I left the, the front office, he'd be like, aren't, aren't you supposed to be in the office? He's like, yeah, you're not, you're not allowed out here, you bum. I I literally had the same experience today. Like today was the first time that I've spent more than probably 20 minutes outside of the office mm. in the entire like five months that I've been there. Aren't you supposed first to be First time I've actually like been working on the shop floor and it feels weird. Like I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I feel like one of those studio designers where all the time is spent in an office and when, as soon as they leave the office and actually do work or not do work do physical labor work yeah all the other guys who do physical labor in eight nine hours a day are like oh look at this sucker look at this kid over here yeah like exactly guys guys chill but the, so i'd go i'd ask dave i'd be like you know okay i know what the name of this bracket is called mm-hmm. i know what part what it's going to bolt to or i know what's what it's meant to do you know like i was at one point i was designing this bracket to hold um hold a piece uh that was going onto one of the engines they were building for one of the cars. Mm-hmm. And um it was a cust it was it was it was supposed to be a, it was totally custom bracket. And they're like, okay, it holds this. I'm like, okay, I know what it's holding, I know what it's supposed to do. But like I don't really understand the sketch that he showed me, what he wants me to do, or what he thinks would be a good place to start. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly where this is. So like, how can I properly design for something that I yeah. don't understand, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of like, oh damn, like, you know, can you show me like where is this going? Can yeah. you like without just telling me? Because you could say, oh, it's, you know, it's, it it just bolts right onto the bulkhead, and you're like, what the fuck is? What did you just say? Like <laughs> to you, Excuse that's me? like easy speak. To me, that's mm-hmm. like I feel like an idiot millennial at this point. So instead of like, can you show me? And you know because the car is working on like the whole front ends off it the engine's there it's super easy he's, like he points at you show me he's like all right it's got a bolt to you know these two bolt locations on this side and mm-hmm. then there's got to be a piece that folds around this corner to bolt on this side and then on the piece somewhere it's got to have you know two bolt holes where i can bolt the actual part to it right 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 but it's sitting here it's on this angle. It's holding something that's going to be right here. And he held up and he shows you. So now I actually know like, oh, okay, I'm already starting to build this in 3D in my head now. I'm like, okay, I know how it has to be against that. There's got to be a piece that comes around this side and it's got to have another piece sticking up to bolt this to. Mm-hmm. Now I understand what it actually, where it's going, what it is, what it's supposed yeah. to. Now I can go and design it kind of thing, right? Yeah. You're seeing it. You're actually I'm experiencing seeing it. it. But it was that, that hands-on aspect yeah. of it. And you know, an example where it really paid off, one of the projects I was working on throughout my whole time there was um, it started out being 
kind of like a, a box, essentially a, bo a housing for the AC unit. They're working on this, um, the, this uh, 40s, it was a, like 1940s Suburban. Um, mm -hmm. And it used to be like, it used to be like a military vehicle that was used. That was kind of the history of it. But the, um, the way that they put a new engine and everything, the way everything was built on the inside, usually where the AC unit would sit like behind the dash kind of thing, didn't have mm -hmm. room for it. So they're like, we're going to put it in the back which is also going to help mm -hmm. fill it because it's a big vehicle. It's going to help kind of cool it down more evenly, whatever. Yeah. But it's going Chevy in the back. Suburban, is that it? Yeah. It's a Chevy? Yeah. 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 But it's like a really old one. It looks super round and mm. whatever. Um, Bulbous. Yes. And it's like, okay, it's going behind the back seat. But he's like, we're not just going to put it somewhere. It, it, you know, it, the whole thing's maybe like a foot and a half long by, you know, eight inches high. Like, But it's a weird looking shape thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, it's going behind here. We want to make some sort of box to like, nice looking kind of thing to hide it but it's also going to look like it's fit in the car and then it turned into i was building and designing a sub box for subwoofers mm. which are also going to put into this thing so it's going to be a sub box the ace unit and then all of this is going to be wrapped in something and we landed on the design idea of like because it was a old military vehicle it's supposed to look kind of like an ammo case or like a military type case an old one That's gnarly i like that but so i was designing this whole fucking thing and throughout my months there and um to let you know the ac breathe like let the air out we'd have to have louvers on the top of this box thing and we'd have mm -hmm. to have some sort of channel sitting under that to help channel the air through there mm -hmm. but like if you just showed me this ac unit be like that's an ac unit i'd be like I'd, it could be or it could be the engine out of a ufo i don't know it's a weird looking thing good enough i don't like know that. what all these pipes and fixtures and everything do you know yeah. And even though if I know what it is, I don't know how it works. And instead of just being like, spend more of your time, even though you're busy and tell me everything I need to know about how this works or what yeah. this is. It's like, I don't want to be like that. So instead I teach me everything, you know, yeah, exactly. Instead of that, I looked the model up of the AC unit online, read a bit about it, looked at the dimensions for it looked all this i built the whole cad thing on in, in i built the whole thing in cad because they didn't have a downloadable model on their website look at you go and they didn't even have dimensional drawing so i had to measure this whole fucking thing oh god but it no, turned out like super accurate they built the thing like a month or two after i left i saw it when i went back a few months ago during the summer and like apparently everything i not to flex but everything i designed like bolted in perfectly like fit in look at you go perfect it was sick but anyways that's because I understood and because I actually put the effort into understanding how this thing works, I understood better how it should be designed. Yeah. And I remember coming to um, some of the guys and being like, okay, I know this has to happen in the box, but like, should I, I have this idea. I think it should actually work like this because this would be better f to channel the air. Mm -hmm. and they're like, actually, yeah, no, you're right. That would be better fair enough kid. but that's only because i i put the effort into learning how that thing works yeah that's true so i could learn how to design it better otherwise i would just be like you know whatever i'll just design something that looks nice whatever yeah but um it's a good it's a good learning you know it is good actually, experience to have actually too. asking questions and not just being like i don't know tell me teach me everything I, you know i know nothing you know what i just learned today though you know nothing cool. john yeah sorry what um you ever heard of fractalism fractalism i don't think fractalism. i know fracking 
but not fractalism. Yeah, no, not fracking. Does that have anything is, um, to do with fracking? No. No. Fractalism is a it's a type of polymath which combines science and mathematics basically. Um okay. produces fractal it's the production of fractal geometry, right? Yes. Today is definitely. um Benoit Mandelbro Mandelbro. Today is his or today would have been his ninety-sixth birthday. He's a Polish born French American mathematician and polymath person okay. with broad interests in the practical sciences. And he is dubbed the creator or high or big contributor to the field of fractal geometry. You know the um the trees in what's that movie fuck um blanking blanking that's like what annihilation annihilation Annihilation. i was gonna say the one you you love you know the uh like the the glass crystalline trees at the very end those are fractal patterns Mm, and based off what i can because i'm just going off of a wiki here i said that things typically considered to be rough a mess or chaotic like clouds and shorelines actually had a degree of order and he used like a math and a geometry centered research career um in a whole whack ton of fields to basically produce this type of work called like fractalism which is pretty cool okay he's he was he was a legitimate doctor and everything and today's his birthday i like the name of it oh that was just totally random then it just i don't know if you're yeah he was he was the uh the google doodle for today Oh, that's what it was. Okay, cool. And I was like, oh, I like the frac- frac- fractalism. Yeah. Sounds cool. You know what cool. also today is? Is National Pay Back Your Parents Day. Amongst other. There's actually. Today actually Yikes. seems to be a uh, pretty important day in the world of international days. It's Universal Children's Day to promote togetherness throughout the world. Um,. It's the National uh, Trans Transgender Day of Remembrance, as well as the White Ribbon Day, which White Ribbon, from what I understand, is um, basically bringing awareness to violence against women. And violence oh, against so women. Very is absolutely busy day not, today, then. Wow. Yeah, busy day. Absolutely not a good thing to uh, to be violent towards women. So, no. If you're doing that, then step off, man. Get off the planet. We don't want you here. I feel like I had something else to say, but I can't remember where I was where I was going with. That. I have something that I was thinking of, but um, Ooh, go for it. It's kind of like I don't know. I think it's like a conversation for a whole episode, to be honest. Oh, this could spur on a giant possibly uh, giant thing. Okay, actually, I did remember one thing, but what 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 were you going to allude to? I was I started watching a new Frank Stephenson video earlier. Oh, Steph- I like how you're saying Stephenson, and um. It was one of those where he like critiques designs that people send in. I've seen like students those, stuff like I've that. Never watched them. Me neither. I hadn't watched the other one, so I started watching it. And um, for for I went out earlier, and I was watching him talk about this. The first guy, his design was like he was definitely a master student because the quality, like the CAD model, everything was sick. CAD but model. It was it was a clean design. It was Aww. it was gnarly. I loved it. Um. But the way he, what I found interesting was he says something where he's like, you know, traditionally, 
in in a traditional kind of perspective of car design you wouldn't call this thing beautiful hmm. but it's but it's beautiful in the way in like in a different way it's not like super curvy like when you think of a beautiful car you think of like the e-type and you know mm-hmm. the old 50s like you know ferrari 250 gto and stuff like that where it's super beautiful curves and you know it looks totally. like it's flowing right whereas this yeah. thing looked like there was no curves on it kind of thing it was like very straight oh. like the guy he showed some of like the sketch the early sketches from this guy's work and it was like as if he was inspired by like a folded like paper airplane like folded oh, paper wow. forms whoa and i like that a lot it was it was like an acura uh like race car basically concept whoa, interesting. but it looked like it looked amazing um but he's like not saying that it isn't beautiful it's just beautiful in a different way not the traditional yeah. automotive design way he's like he's mm. like the same way he's like it's like as if you know you'd say it's beautiful as if you were like designing an insect i love his where it's not necessarily like you wouldn't say it's like beautiful like in a traditional sense but it's that like it's 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 you saying you know again it's it's less so about the traditional automotive design where it's you know it's flowing it's elegant it's natural you know it's Mm -hmm. inspired by nature it is Um, as it should be yeah it's more designed as if like to be technical Mm, and to be um you know sharp and and yeah i guess i'm trying to think the other word he said but it was basically like technical you know but he was like the way he said he was like it's as if you know it's like you were designing an insect Mm, and and then i think he says he's like it's as if like you know you're you're if there's no skin on it and you're designing the bones like you're designing the shell the insect like the exoskeleton there's there's no like skin and muscle on it it's like just pure like angle surfaces kind of thing but he said but but, because it's treated well it's just it's beautiful but in the in in the way that it's like so technical wow i like that a lot and it was like i was like man it's almost like this guy knows what he's talking about it's almost like this guy did it and probably still does it for a living it's almost you know like this I'd... guy's designed every nice car ever apparently <laughs> literally this guy's got great taste you know what i picked up picked up today what did you pick up today take a wild guess guess what my room smells like first oh is this some do what your room smells like yeah what did you pick up today i don't know you tell me was it the way your room smells yeah did you do you have your your uh humidifier thing going no i do you have a candle my, no i should light a candle though candles are pretty nice my room smells like burnt laser cut acrylic oh how could i be so stupid what you picked up today yes yeah there you go geez. it looks amazing it does it have a so... film does it have a film on it it does it does okay because i was wondering i was like um when you send the pictures, it's like it doesn't look like the crystal clear when you think of acrylic. But there's also a part of me that was like, it kind of looks sick, almost like a frosted look. Frosted, frosted acrylic. But I know. Dude, it came out even better than I can imagine. Like, I love with acrylic, it's the same as glass, where the mm-hmm. side is clear, but the edge has that like solid, opaque yeah. look to it. It adds yeah. like such a cool contrast. 
man Dude, this this thing the chroma chair has officially been cut out of acrylic and has been officially picked up and i was talking to lachlan at work today and uh he said next time we put an order through for metal um from one of the metal shops he said if you want to do the metal rod like let us know and we'll we'll get the metal rod on order. Damn, because that wouldn't be so, bad because they just literally have to cut lengths of it, right? Yeah. Well, I think what we would do is is buy it quarter inch oversized for what we need. And there's a metal shop down the road, which isn't our metal shop, but the guy who owns it is like good friends with, with James and Lachlan, my bosses. And for the most part, as long as it's not on like company hours, we're more than welcome to kind of go over there and hack away at stuff. And he said, there, there's a metal lathe there. So what we can effectively do is buy these quarter inch oversized and then trim it down to a one inch diameter hole because that is it's a one inch diameter hole that's cut into the side of the actual item. Whereas on the wooden version, it's three eighths of an inch, I think. So there's a much larger shoulder, mm. but this will give us like an eighth of an inch shoulder with metal. So that's gonna that's gonna be perfectly fine. That could be pretty sick. Perfectly strong. There's gonna be no glue on it anyways. It's we just need the room to put um there's there needs to be a shoulder there for the stuff to get butted up against. Yeah. But I think what we may have to do, and what may actually be worth it, is taking a reaming bit and putting a reaming bit through each of the holes on it just to give it a bit of a polish. And another interesting thing is that since the acrylic is so thick it's actually diverted the laser so it's not a perfect 90 degree cut in, in every aspect hmm. there's some areas where especially when it's cutting a hole which is an interesting thing from a manufacturing standpoint cutting 10 millimeter acrylic is a, is a fair amount of material for this laser to go through yeah it's thicker than i thought for some reason yeah but it's thick enough to divert the laser off of its original path. Interesting. So there's very, very minor variances. Basically just means that the profile of the hole isn't perfectly perpendicular with the surface of the acrylic. But when you're doing something that small on such a large scale, especially putting a flexible material through it, it effectively doesn't mean anything. It realistically. Yeah, like it's just yeah, like it doesn't really mean anything at all. It wouldn't affect anything, no, right? It's not so. going to affect anything. But dude, yeah, this thing is That's sick. a tank. How heavy is it? Each side? Pretty light. Pretty light. Yeah? Yeah. Compared to the wood? It's, if you can uh, remember say, roughly what the wood was like. I'd say that the acrylic side profiles probably weigh just a little bit less than the fully assembled chair. Okay. So fair, there's yeah. there's more weight to it. It's a it's definitely a more dense material. Yeah. Because you're looking at ten mil versus three quarters of an inch in terms of the profile. That's wood, right? Thicknesses. There's a lot of like air gaps in it and stuff like that. Yeah. Even with it being a higher thing. quality, it's still got a lot of like hollow. Yeah. Air gaps and stuff in it. Yeah, but yeah, man, this thing came out so, wicked. So now we got to figure out what sick. what color string we're gonna get. That's the next challenge. Yeah. And we also have to tell Seb. We have to get Sean on board. And well, we also yeah. we affect we have access to to the shop and we'll uh we'll be able to uh to bring some stuff in and work on work uh, work on it on a weekend at the uh at the shop. 
than Aaron, which is pretty oh, cool. Yeah. I, yeah, like uh, I know Sean would be hella down. I gotta tell Seb. Yeah. Seb, if you're listening out of nowhere, just reach out because yeah. yeah, please. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta message Seb because again, like he liked the IGTV video, but he hasn't said anything, and I would have thought he would have. But you would almost expect him to, but yeah. then again, that's our ego expecting him to do that. That's he doesn't have very, to. That's also true. I want to. I would like him too because I like Seb and I miss Seb. And it's one of those things where it's I can't like, wait to get all four of us back together oh, making a chair. Man, memories. It's one of those things though. It's like I'm proud of what we're doing and I want to share it with the best buds. You know. Yeah, that's the thing. I just want to tell like, them about it. Look, that. you know, I think you would think this is cool. You would think this is very nice. Please but look at whatever, it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, so that's uh, I think that pretty much caps up uh, the day. Got the chair. Room smells like acrylic. Kind of okay with it. My clothes are going to smell like burnt acrylic for a while, but that's Ooh, not the end of the world. It's a mood, though. I kind of want it's candles in my room now. I don't have candles in my room. I'm going to do a candle for Christmas. I kind of want like, I want those giant like medieval candles. I want you to like walk to my room mm. and it seems like you're walking into like Dracula's room. It's just all those like giant Ooh, yes. candles that look like they've been there for like thousands of years. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Dripping is this? with wax and that'd be pretty gnarly. What a what a vibe. It's like the whole room literally looks like Dracula's like living room, but then there's just like a TV there. <laughs> big mood. That'd be that's a big mood right there. It'd be pretty cool though. I mean, I feel like you you probably get big it like candles. A, uh, I'd probably a thrift store. Like set You'd fire burn the or house something. Down. Yeah, yeah. Knowing me, probably. Speaking of setting fire, you can set our inbox on fire oh. by sending us an email. Oh, that was good. That was oh, I like that. I like that, that a lot. Good. That was good. Yeah. Send us an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. Send us some cool stuff if there's anything that you want us to chat about on the show. Um, current automotive fourth years, I'm talking to you. I know that you're having Instagram conversations with Zach. I know everything. <laughs> I know most things. Whoever you are, send us an email, hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. Whatever, literally whatever. Send us some cool stuff. Um, Zach, what is our Instagram? The process underscore underscore podcast. Give us a follow. Yeah, like our, check it our out. posts if you wish, but give us a There's follow. There's a big photo of Sean on there right now. A lot. That's got beautiful. a lot of likes because it's really? Sean. Yeah. Yeah. It's, everyone liked that. Like a lot of people because really? why not look that gorgeous man? Of course they're gonna like it. He's a fair point. He's got a fair point there. Sean's beautiful oh, looking yeah. human. We did it. We made it to the end of yet another week. I think I might sleep for six hours tonight. I think I think you should sleep for maybe a little more than six. I think you should treat yourself. Treat myself to six and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna post some snippets Animal. of Sean on the weekend too, I think. That'll be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll made it to the end of the week before the world goes back into or until Ontario goes back into the end of the world oh my god yeah i almost killed the microphone it's like the third show in a row where i've almost killed the microphone yeah. at least you haven't spilled water all over yourself yet if you're curious as to what happens when zach spills water on a microphone listen to one of the episodes i was gonna say do you zach. know the the actual episode um i can pull it up very quickly um it's called zach gets wet that was an early show right. i'm pretty sure See, it's one of those things that seems like that could guess, have been yesterday. Guess which episode it was. I want to see how close you can was get. Was it in the 20s? Give me a specific number and I'll tell you. 27. Okay, you think it was 27? I think it was 21. I'm just going on now. Seems like it could be Zach. yesterday. 
but I guess yeah, it has no, been it that long like ago. That's wild. Zach Gets Wet was episode 16. Oh, what? Wow. That was the that was the day that we bought sketchbooks for October. Oh my. That was the end of September. God. Well then, wow. all right. Fair. Fair enough. It's been a longer time since we've done that show since we started it. Like we've done more episodes between then and now than we did between starting and that episode. I think that analogy made sense. Wow. I, I even if it didn't, I know I know what you're talking about. I got, yeah, I got you. Know you. I'm, I, I'm following. You're picking up what I'm putting down. You're catching the drift. I'm catching the drift. Good insight. I haven't said that in a while. Wow. I know. Some of the people that I live with are just too unintelligent to understand it. That's kind of a joke. Mm. But also not a full joke. Fair. I'm gonna have some I'm gonna go have some hot chocolate. I think Ooh, that's what I think I'm that's gonna food, do. Yeah. That's the plan, man. I was gonna have hot chocolate yesterday, but I went downstairs and had Doritos instead. So Ah, uh, fair trade off. Yeah, I was like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Process Podcast. Yeah, thanks Don't so worry. Much. We're coming right back into your ear holes tomorrow. Have a splendiferous evening, afternoon, morning, weekend, whenever you're listening. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Peace.